Hello, good morning and welcome to the City Business Edition. My name is Kojo Akoto Boating. This morning, I have a very interesting guest in the studio. I think I've spoken to him before about Agric and his business journey. But he started a new thing that is of interest to me. And I'm sure it will be of interest to you. So I brought him back to the studio for us to have a chat. His name is Richard Nune Beku. He's a lawyer. He's an agribusiness um, person. And he's also a public service volunteer, if I should put it that way, because of the new um, course he's taking. Richard, welcome to the City Business Edition. Uh, thank you very much. How are you? I'm okay. And how's the pandemic treating you? Uh, it's, it's brought about new ways of work. It's brought about new ways of interaction and engagement. And we've been restricted to a large extent from our usual ways of doing stuff. And I think that in the long run, we'll form new habits. And going forward, we'll be able to deal with anything like this if it should happen again within our lifetimes. Okay, before we proceed, tell me a bit about yourself. Who is Richard Nuna Peku and what do you do? Uh, like you rightly said, I'm a practicing lawyer. Uh, I'm also someone with interest in agric. So over the years, I've made significant investment into the sector. I've also worked in various sales and marketing positions in blue chip companies, proud to becoming an agric person and a lawyer. Uh, and now I am focusing on something new, something new from the background of ensuring we support homes, especially those in the urban uh, centers, with with the support they need to do their own uh, farming, more or less, or produce their selected vegetables at home, mm. which we call the Citizen Nursery Bank. And I hope today we'll be able to take people through what we do, how we do it, and how the future looks like. So you've worked in blue chip companies as a sales and marketing person. Yes. You are now a practicing lawyer. Yeah. You're also into agribusiness. Yeah. And you've launched something called the Citizens Nursery Bank to yeah. help people get seedlings and plant um, their vegetables and their herbs and whatever it is that they want in their homes in the urban area. Yeah. Before we get deeper into the Citizens Nursery Bank, at what point did you venture into agric? Was it before you entered the blue chip business, being a sales and marketing person, I know you've done so for a lot of the technology companies. Uh, was it before becoming a lawyer or it was after? How? What made you get, get into agribusiness? Uh, I've been in the agribusiness as part of the transition uh, period for me. So I was still working then in the, in, in, in the corporate organization, in a management position. And I was also then in the law school. So I was looking at the opportunity to take advantage of, of, of our, uh, how you call the comparative uh, production capacities. So agric seems to be one of the areas in which as, as, as Ghanaians or as Africans, we, we have advantage to, to be competitive. Why so? Because we have land, we have water, we have labor, and we have good weather. So with the right investment in terms of skills, with, in terms of technology, we should be able to make ends meet and produce for export. So I, I got into that sector from this background and, and having uh, traveled around and seen some farms in Africa and in Europe, I thought it, it would have been a good idea to, to do something like this. 
which which I've been involved in over the last five years. Uh, being a lawyer uh, has brought its own time constraints, so I've not been able to focus too much on on that. But over the last three or two months, I've 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 identified something of of another passion within the sector. Why? Because uh, when you go into agric, you learn a lot. Agric is one of the sectors that you learn on the job. The the theory and the things you read in the books are quite different on on the ground. So whilst you learn, you you must build uh, initiatives to to grow. And one of the things I've realized is that the the support to individuals, be the farmer or the commercial farmer, usually doesn't come in the right uh, dimensions in terms of the kind of support they need. So if a farmer wants to do vegetables, you should be able to provide the farmer seeds or you should be able to provide the farmer the know-how. That provision of service or, 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 or seed should be direct to that farmer. You should spend time with that farmer. You should, you should take the farmer through the process to be able to increase yields, to be productive, to, to build his own protocols. Because production in, say, the southern part is different from production in the northern part. So you cannot apply the same protocols for production across, across uh, the country. So we've not been so particular over the years with how we impact and change that sector. And I think that uh, one of the platforms we can use is when we encourage people from their homes to, to learn through that process, to help them understand the process before going out. So if somebody is out there interested in a Greek, you should be able to take advantage of this uh, new initiative to learn and understand how it works. So when somebody says, you plant, you, you nest tomatoes for 28 days, you understand what that phase is. Mm-hmm. If somebody says you transplant tomatoes and you mass water for seven days to establish the root, you know what it is. So when you start your own investment into a Greek, you are able to, if you are not directly involved, but understand the language of the technical guys on the ground and be able to question some of the decisions they take if, if need arise. This is the City Business Edition. My name is Kojo Akotobuati. My guest today is Richard Nunepeku, lawyer, agribusiness enthusiast, and now um, I can appropriately call him the founder of the Citizens Nursery Bank. Um, I know you... I, I wanted us to get deeper into the agribusiness you've done before mm-hmm. for people to really understand and appreciate where you're coming from. So you left corporate Ghana, you were in school, and you had your own farms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What, what were you into when you started your commercial farming? Uh, we, we initially started with poultry. So we had 1,000 bears. We increased to 2,500. Then we realized the challenge was about feed cost. Mm-hmm. And one of the highest cost components of feed is, is maize is about 70% of your, your feed cost. So why couldn't we produce our own maize to produce our own feed? So we ventured into production of maize. Then we acquired land, we started producing maize. We saw different opportunities in that, in, in that value chain, that if you can produce maize, you can produce rice, because we were closer to water. There was abundance of it all year round. So we had support from GCAP to start putting in irrigation systems to be able to produce maize, rice, and vegetables. So we've been doing that. Currently, we we have a partnership with a Mexican company that are focusing on production of tomatoes. So okay. that's what they do. They, they're currently working to ensure that 
they utilize our facilities to to produce vegetables for the local market. Do you think agric is profitable, um, especially looking at um, the nature our industry is, the, the way our industry is? Is it is it profitable? Is it something that people should go into? It's a mix of what to grow, knowing what to grow, because the profitability discussion is is on a crop to crop base. Okay. So each crop gives its own returns, and each crop has its own advantages. So because of this, the level of uh, participation in the sector, there are certain crops that have majority of our farmers producing them all year round or at, at seasonal times. So if you are into production of, for instance, maize, and you don't have irrigation and you are competing with a farmer in the north or a farmer in uh, Ashanti producing maize at the same time, it means that when your maize is ready, their maize is also ready. Mm-hmm. So you will not be able to be selling at a price, taking advantage, knowing what cost you've invested into your production. So understanding what to grow, because the value chain is wide, from crops to tree crops to uh, cereals to vegetables to all sorts of things within the value chain. So understanding what to do within that value chain is important. And what is also emerging as another revenue uh, stream for the sector is also the support services for the sector. Mm -hmm. Technology is influencing a lot of things today. So people who are providing technology services for for the agri-value chain in terms of knowledge in terms of input provision in terms of market are also creating opportunities for themselves to make sure they they return profit over a long period but like i said is is knowing what to grow and also doing it at a scale Mm -hmm. if you if you are not at a certain scale you will be investing the same kind of money to 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 get a result that is not profitable now let's talk about the citizens nursery bank what is it so the Citizen Nursery Bank is an idea to provide that direct support for citizens within the urban centers, starting from Accra, uh, to grow their own vegetables at home. Now, proud to COVID-19, there's, there's been continuous discussion about eating well and eating healthy. Mm-hmm. But to eat well and eat healthy means that you know where your your input, your ingredients are coming from, you have an understanding of who has grown it, what the person used in growing it, who bought it, how did it get to Accra, how was it preserved, how was it put on the shelves before you bought it. So that is a chain that is long, and understanding that chain can be very difficult for you if you really care about your, your vegetables. And, and with COVID-19, there, there is now the new way of life and work that a lot of people are now stuck at home and working from home. So it means that you have a lot of opportunity to see your environment, appreciate what you have at home, the space you you may not be using for anything. Mm -hmm. So how can we provide the citizen that opportunity to utilize the space they have at home currently to take advantage of their moments and the changing ways of work by staying at home and to grow to meet that their health needs of getting the right vegetables and having control over the process. So we, I launched the Citizen Nursery Bank from my own uh, the, uh, pilot. So over the lockdown, the three weeks lockdown, I started the nursery at home. Then it came out well. I had some seed at home. I started the nursery, it came out well. I transplanted. And I said, okay, then why not support other people to do the same? By supporting other people, you need to give it to them for free. Because it's a journey that they need to go through to understand how 
when a farmer says I, I, have, I have tomatoes ready or I have pepper ready and I'm selling at this price, you also must appreciate what a farmer has gone through to get to that stage. And, and, and to do that, let them get something for free. Be ready to support with knowledge by providing weekly uh, tidbits, taking advantage of social media. And over time, you'll be able to build a base of people who do not only show interest, but are really participating in doing stuff at home to, to support their, their vegetable needs. So for you, COVID-19 presented two opportunities for you to do mm. this. People were under lockdown mm. and they'll be home. Mm. So they have time to water in the morning and the evenings mm. and to take care of the plants. Mm. And because of the various challenges COVID-19 posed, people's incomes have been reduced. Mm. So people have to plant to support their everyday livelihoods. Mm. And food was also becoming a bit more expensive. So you thought that this was a good chance to make people, to make farmers of men mm. and women. Mm. Interesting. So what vegetables or herbs or plants are you giving out to all these people? Uh, we, we, uh, as part of our initiative, we, we want to make sure that it is things that people use in their everyday food preparation. So we are focused on selected everyday products like tomatoes, like sweet pepper, like hot pepper, like garden eggs. Why? Because these are the products or the crops that develop through the seedling model. Mm -hmm. So they do not, you do not plant them directly. You need to nest them. And to nest them, you need space to nest them. You need to wait for a minimum of 28 days to transplant. Uh, the citizen may not have that patient, may not have that space to, to go through that phase. So let's get some of these selected everyday products or everyday vegetables ready in a seedlings form and distribute to them so that they can immediately plant and go through the growing process with us. In the future, what we think we'll be doing in the future is to complement these with direct uh, planting uh, vegetables like okra, which you pl plant directly, like cucumber, which you plant directly. So we'll be adding on whilst we, 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 we grow as a, as a so, model. So there are vegetables you can plant directly. Yes. And there are some vegetables you, you have, have to, to nest, nest yes. and transplant. Plant, yes. And these are things that people must know. Yes. These are things you must understand because we, we, we I keep getting calls. I need okra seed, seedlings. Okra doesn't grow. We don't grow okra through seedling model. Mm -hmm. You plant okra directly. So it tells you that a lot of people don't understand the dynamics. So with this, we'll be able to get people to appreciate how to go about some of these things, what medium they grow through, and, and become a better uh, farmers, more or less, in, in their homes. So if I got you right, you are raising seedlings and giving them out for free. Yes, that's exactly what we are doing. What's, what's your production capacity? And um, how many seedlings have you given out so far? Uh, currently, uh, because of space limitation, we uh, will be able to produce up to 10,000 seedlings every 28-day cycle. So let's uh, say 10,000 seedlings every month. Every month, every 28-day cycle. And, and so far, we've given close to 6,000 seedlings for free, reaching over 60 homes, 60 individuals across Accra, Tema, Kasua, uh, Sakumano, all, all over Accra, we've, 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 we've reached out to, to homes and, and, and people who, who express interest. What we do is that we, we, we announce a sign-up process. So we, we want to manage the process in a way that uh, systems and, and, and processes are established so that even if I'm not around, somebody can take up and run with the concept. 
So yes, there may be times people will call you directly because they know you for you to supply them seedlings. But as much as possible, we we have put in place a, a sign up process where people sign up. They give us data with respect to their profession. And it will be quite interesting to know that we have people from the background of doctors, accountants, bankers, tech entrepreneurs, uh, all sorts of people who have signed up and have been supplied free seedlings. So you've given us 6,000 seedlings so far. Yes. And there is more to come. Yeah, there is more to come. Currently, we have about four different badges mm -hmm. uh, across three main uh, vegetable streams. So we have tomato, we have sweet pepper, two varieties of sweet pepper, one variety of tomato, and one variety of hot pepper, which are growing now. So in the next two weeks, we should be ready to supply another 10,000 seedlings. Our goal is to do 100,000 by the end of the year wow. and looking at doing 1 million in the next five years. Mm. And all these you're going to give out for free? For free, yes. Interesting stuff. This is the City Business Edition. I'm talking to Richard Nunepeku. He's a lawyer. He's an um, agribusiness person. He's he's a philanthropist. He's giving out seedlings for free. That is philanthropy, right? Mm. And we are talking about how you can start something in your own home and grow some of the key things that you eat. Now, I've noticed that a lot of us in the urban areas, we don't have land. Mm. We don't have space. We rent a single room or a two-bedroom when you are rich enough, a three-bedroom. Um, usually, our compounds are hard surfaces. Mm -hmm. And we do not have softer surfaces we, we can plant. How do people plant, people who do not have space? What are some of the tips and some of the ideas that you have to share so that every person, irrespective of whether you have a big space for a garden or whatever, every individual can take advantage of this and also grow something. Uh, it's quite interesting to note that uh, the first batch of seedlings we've, we've supplied and the feedback we've got from people as to how they've planted them has been one of various mediums. So you saw people planting in flower pots, you saw people planting in uh, plastic bags, rubber bags, sacks, and all sorts of uh, mediums. What we are doing as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an initiative is to develop a planting model. So we, we're coming up with planting models in, in, in phases that can accommodate the space you may have at home. So we are currently developing our planting boxes, which can accommodate 10, 15, 20 seedlings per box. Mm -hmm. And those will be on sale. So when you purchase those boxes, we will plant in them, transplant in them, water them for them to establish their root, and we bring to you. So once we bring them to you, all you do now is to remove weeds from them, is to water check them, for check for insects, check for nutrients, water, and, and let your plant grow. Okay. So that will address the need for space to do some of these things because we appreciate that it is not everybody who may have space at the, in their homes. So we need to create that, the opportunity for people to still take advantage of, of the offer we have and grow in various uh, mediums. Okay, so basically if somebody doesn't even have the space and they like like the, the, the ground with the mm. soil in their homes to plant and they have a space in their home where the plants can get some sunshine mm. and some shade when need be mm. and you have the, 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 the time and the commitment to water and nourish the plants any person at all can grow something in their home and feed themselves yeah that's all you need okay. and, and we'll, we'll make sure we, we, we provide our alternative for people in, in that category to take advantage of. But for those ones, we'll sell the boxes because we'll make them out of wood and, 
and we make them very beautiful so that even when you place them at home you you it's also beautifies your 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 you your, mentioned your tomatoes pepper and sweet pepper we are adding papushito and garden eggs okay now let's talk about something like tomatoes mm. if i plant tomatoes in my house now mm. after the trans when when, when you transplant it mm. when you bring me the seedlings and i plant how long does it take for the tomato to be ready to bear fruit and when it bears fruit how many times can it bear fruit for me to really maximize the returns from the activity of planting at home okay so for tomato depending on the variety you have a maturity period of up to 90 100 days which includes the 21 or so days it will spend with us as a nursery okay so when we give it to you as, as seedlings you have within a month or two to start seeing uh, uh, flowers those flowers will turn into fruit and you should start harvesting within two months when you harvest plants are just like babies the more you take care of them the more they they, they grow and the more they give you the joy you expect in terms of fruit so for tomatoes if you give it the right water the right nutrients and you manage it well you should be able to ha- harvest for a period of up to two months okay when when you start harvest when you start bearing fruit pepper has a longer uh, harvesting period up to 10 weeks if you continue to do all the things that you must do to to give it the nutrient water and follow the agronomy practices for, for so it. after that period um of say the four weeks for the tomato mm. Um, it will not bear fruit again. So you so have, to, have trans- to remove it and plant another. Renourish and, the soil and transplant and another. Transplant another one. Yeah. Okay. So if it, if 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 I'm going to do this, I'll then plant my tomatoes maybe at two weeks intervals mm. in my different boxes or mm. different spaces, mm. so that once this thing um, um, is, is is exhausted, one plant um, is fully used mm. and exhausted. I know that next week, next two weeks, these plants are going to mm. come on stream. So I'm always going to get an and all year round yes. supply of tomatoes. Yes. And that's what commercial farmers do. Okay. People with the asset, with access to irrigation mm-hmm. and, and t- technology like greenhouse, they plant in phases. So at every point in time, you have a, a, a fruit or a product ready to harvest. Yeah, to harvest and sell. And if you are doing it for commercial purpose, you know seasonalities influence price. Mm-hmm. So when everybody is ready with tomatoes, your price will go down. So for people with commercial interest, then it becomes important for you to understand the seasonalities. Mm-hmm. That one time of the year is important for you to plant certain type of vegetables. Mm-hmm. So that when you are ready, the market is not flooded. Mm. So it's, it's a conversation of your understanding of the seasonality and when to grow and what to grow. Okay. Do you have a specific quota that you give to people? If I, I, I wish to get free seedlings from you, do you have a maximum number of seedlings one can get or it's, uh, it's just open like for, that? For, for the first distribution we did, we, we remember doing some people up to 200 and 300 seedlings. But going forward to ensure everybody gets access to it, we are looking at capping it at 100. Because if you go beyond 200 and 300 then you are looking at somebody who is using for commercial purpose mm-hmm. because of the target we have yeah. we are looking at homes to have a space to grow 300 200 seedlings it means you are looking close to an uh, a plot of land or an acre then that has not become your dwelling place anymore it becomes maybe your farm or your 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 agri business so we we're looking at how to cap it from zero from one as from one to hundred so we can meet the needs of the uh, urban dwellers.
Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. This is the City Business Edition. I'm talking to Richard Nunepeku about the Citizens Nursery Bank and how you can also um, grow your own tomatoes, grow your own pepper, grow your own. Um, you mentioned um, sweet pepper, sweet pepper, garden, garden, eggs, garden yeah. eggs, and all those in your homes. Now, take me through some of the plants because we eat a lot of things, but we do not understand how they they are planted and how we get them on our tables. Mm-hmm. He said tomatoes, it takes 21 days for the seedlings to be ready. 28. 28, 28 days for the... or 5 leaves. Okay. So when you nest, 4 to 5 leaves. So the plant will start growing. So when it start growing, when you have 4 to 5 leaves, it means it is ready for transplanting. Okay. Or you wait for the 28-day period. And when so you after, transplant, it takes when you between transplant, 90 to 100 days to start. The, no, the 28 mm-hmm. is included in the, the 90 days. So it okay. means that you have about uh, 2 weeks. Two weeks or three weeks from then to Let's start say 70 to 80 days to start seeing fruit mm-hmm. so it starts first from flowers so mm-hmm. you see flowers so it is important when you start seeing flowers to to know what how what medium of irrigation to use when we give you the seedlings there is allowed that you can irrigate from the top yeah because as at that time there is no flowers mm-hmm. but when it begins to flower you can't irrigate from the top because the water pressure can make the flowers drop. So you have to irrigate at the base. At the base. So when you irrigate from the top, you, you are destroying your, your, your fruit because the flowers will drop. And once the flowers drop, you don't have any fruit at all. Mm. So depending on what you are growing, what practice, and we've been very helpful on our social media page, trying to take people through the processes to ensure that they don't lose their, their fruits. So if I had planted tomatoes the day the first COVID-19 case was announced in Ghana, mm-hmm. I'll be harvesting and enjoying my own tomatoes by now. You should. You should be looking at enjoying your, your, your first fruit this week or next week. So if somebody plants tomatoes this week... You nurse. You, you nurse and you Transplant. said everything is 100 days, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm using plants. Okay. Right. This week, and we are looking at um, 100 days. We are in the middle of May. Let's cross out me. So June, July, August, you should be harvesting mm. some tomatoes. Mm. August and you should be harvesting your yes. own tomatoes yes. to eat at home. Yes, depending on the variety you show. This is interesting. How many varieties of tomatoes or what, what varieties do you give out? Uh, currently, we do petomash variety. Okay. Uh, we're looking to uh, try other varieties. Uh, so just two days ago, uh, a seed company reached out to me. that They have a variety they, they've brought in that they will be selling on a commercial base but they want to give us samples to to nurse and distribute to people so that it also become a test base for their their variety in mm-hmm. terms of performance because then we because of the kind of data system we use we'll be able to track and people will give us feedback which we can now give them to know the potential of the of the variety and how it has performed over over the period let's talk about pepper how long does it take from planting nursing transplanting to the plate pepper takes the same average period as tomatoes Mm -hmm. those are in the uh, longer gestation uh, type of vegetables Mm -hmm. okro does about 45 days Mm -hmm. so for okro once you plant directly okro cucumber they do 45 to 50 60 days Mm -hmm. so once you plant directly you should start harvesting them in 45 uh, 50 days but for the vegetables that you transplant it takes a longer period up to depending on the variety for people who are interested in starting their own something small farm small pots <laughs> pot farm mm. in their homes and even their offices mm. if they they so wish 
how do they contact you? You mentioned you've been that you mentioned that you've been educating people on social media mm -hmm. and all that. What page should they visit? What resources are available? And if they want further assistance, how do they contact you? So you can reach us on Facebook on the Citizen Esri Bank by liking our page. Uh, send us inbox messages or you can go to Instagram, like our page on Instagram, Citizens with Bank. And we'll, or you send us WhatsApp on our number, which is available on the uh, Facebook page, and we'll be able to be of assistance. But like I said, we, we, we allow for sign-ups mm -hmm. to be able to manage the distribution process because it takes a lot of planning to, to distribute this delicate seedlings across Accra, uh, usually because we do them over the weekends when pe we expect people will be at home and will have time to to, to transplant them. Interesting stuff. I, I have a suggestion for you, though. We, we, we can have a sort of a competition where people will be sharing updates of their plants regularly, mm. and when they start harvesting, too, maybe they can prepare some nice Ghanaian dishes, whatever they've planted. Mm. And we can have a Zoom party since COVID is still here. To celebrate our successes in converting people into why not? And I know <laughs> City FM is 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 one of the leading brands in terms of uh, awareness and mileage, and I sh I'm sure we can partner to 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 do that. My citizens nursery bank there, no one is City FM. No one is City FM. Thank you very much, Richard, uh, for joining me this morning. Thank you. So, if you want me. to plant something, just um, look for the Citizens Nursery Bank on yeah. Facebook. Their contacts are there. Their instructions there. You get yourself some seedlings, maximum of 100 seedlings, to plant, so that gradually we all learn what it takes to manage plants, farms, and gardens, and then you can then make your decision into even going further into being a commercial farmer. Thank you, Richard, for joining me this morning. Thank you, Kojo. All right, the City Breakfast Show with the rest of the team, led by Bernard Avle continue shortly. Stay with us.